to another episode of the Hotspur House. Today we are going to be reviewing the Burnley game. Uh, today I'm joined by Bodie from Hotspur.industry. What did you think of the game, Bodie? Um, well, I thought it was one of the worst performances of the season. We never seemed to do well against Burnley. Um, we certainly could have done better. There was no real spark in the midfield. Davies and Dyer were absolutely shambolic. And <sighs> Sissoko just he wasn't. He didn't turn out to be the right player for the game. Um, I would have rather seen Winks, to be honest. Um, the front three didn't really have much to do. Something else I noticed, which wasn't great, was how Kane wasn't playing deeper as he usually done. He played. Uh, he played very high, which um, at the minute, um, usually, usually at the minute he's been getting a lot deeper. But for some reason, Jose set him up to play really high. So he well, he didn't really get any of the ball, except for the header that led to Son's goal, which might I add that was lucky, but <laughs> I guess, I guess it's it's okay. I mean we got the win and it's always a tough game against Burnley, but for all the hype that we've been given Spurs, we you should expect a, a better performance. I feel like it's a bit harsh. I mean the Burnley side sat back behind the ball like the Burnley sides do, but uh. At the, at the end of the yeah, day, it's the three points that matter. But uh, we're also joined by Charlie from N17 Nation. What did you think of the game, Charlie? Um, well, um, it was hard to watch. Um, and um, so the first half was really disappointing when it comes to creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a few half chances, but um, yeah, as you said, um, Burnley, I mean, they're really... I mean, I don't even know why teams bother playing like that. Like in the modern in these in the modern day, like fans want to watch good football, at least some th- something to cheer for. But some of these teams, like Burnley or I don't know, Championship teams, and these teams that just put everyone behind the ball, playing classic classic boring four four two football that they used to play back in the day, four, forty years ago. Just but that's the, that's the weird thing. How come four four two works for us? Because every single time we've played four four two, we've had like when we played against Southampton in the second half when we scored those goals, we played mm-hmm. we changed to four four two. Any time we've pl- changed to four four two, we've had an exciting game with loads of goals. So why is it different for us? Well, it just it depends on the uh, your philosophy behind the four four two. For us, it seemed like we were really attacking. Uh, I mean, and the Burnley sides they sit back. But just going back to uh, Charlie's point about why teams play in the 4-4-2, it's because it works. It gets them points, even if it's just one point and if it's not particularly exciting. I mean, on another day, Kane's header off the line doesn't happen, and they score the goal, and then we don't get a lucky deflection that leads to Sun scoring. And then they end up winning the game 1-0, and they stay in the Premier League, which is how they've been in the Premier League for so long. It's And, yeah, and it's, no, hard, for us to, it's hard for us to criticize how teams uh, play after we appointed uh, Jose Mourinho to win us trophies because we wanted not necessarily the most uh, st- uh, manager with the most style uh, to guide us to the trophies, but he's proven. I, obviously, he hasn't turned out to be the uh, defensive manager that we all thought he would be, but um, it's, it's what keeps them up. It, fans would rather see their team in the Premier League and playing bad football than playing good football in the championship or League One. I think so. I mean, it's, it's it really just comes down to uh, where they want to be and sacrifices you have to make to be 
where that is. Bodie, what do you think about uh, Burnley's style of play? Yeah, well, to be fair, you're probably spot on. Yeah, um, yeah, we did play four four two as well, and when we scored mm-hmm. loads of goals, we did play quite high. Mm-hmm. But it it, it worked for us, and I feel like that's something we should implement more to our game. Because until you get until if if Joe Rodon is as good as what people say, if you get let's say Scrini in as well, then maybe you can play a four two three one or a four three three. But right now with how strong our defense is. It's pretty weak. It's the weakest part of our team. We, you know, a four four two is is a fantastic formation to play. And the way Jose set us up when he played it, it kept it very exciting. Burnley, they have a very boring way of doing it. Like you said, they get points and they do well. But I mean, why would you want to watch it? It's just, yeah. it's not even the fact that it's like it's one. It's tough for us to play against them. And two. It just they just bore you to death. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. can I, I just didn't finish quite with the Burnley thing. Um, so yeah, they play four four two, but it's all about the formation. The fact is, these teams Burnley, Newcastle, and we always struggle with it. Not just not not just Spurs, but most teams. But we do seem to struggle mm-hmm. quite a lot in defence. The fact is, they don't just play four four two in boring football. They play route one football where they just bang the ball up the pitch, hoping that one of the two huge six foot three strikers, Wood or Barnes, mm-hmm. head it onto, onto a full back and they cross it in back to them and they head it in. That is exactly what they do every single time. And it's infuriating. <laughs> um, and every team struggles with it. But yeah. Yeah, that's the but thing, though. I, f- I, was I, I feel like, but then he was yeah, in minutes. Some, but something I've realized is I feel like with these with these sort of teams, how they play boring football, and it's, it's really annoying to watch. Getting the win against those type of teams makes it that much more satisfying. It's just the fact of how we played to get that win that made me not very happy with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at the end of the day, it really just comes down to the three points, but um. Yeah, definitely, definitely uh, be frustrating to be a Burnley fan or uh, any fan that just uh, of a team that plays so deep behind the ball. Uh, yeah. Charlie, what'd you think of um, uh, Tangi uh, Domble? What'd you think of his performance against Burnley? Well, I did post an edit on him um, recently on my account. He's, um, I think he's back to his best. I mean, actually, not quite his best. Obviously, his best will be. Zidane, if he gets to his well, this is this is the best he's been so far. Yeah, this is the best he's been. Um, I agree. Uh, and he's just—I mean, he's he's just beautiful to watch, really. I mean, the way he glides past opponents. Yes, he gets a few passes wrong, but he takes risks, and that's what I love about him. He's the only player that we have starting right now that takes risks and tries these breaking balls that go through. The, the holes in the defences because we were struggling against Burnley to try to find mm-hmm. that killer pass and he was the only one really attempting that like there were moments where he was um, the highest up the pitch like he was running at the, the fence and he, he was quite attacking against Burnley I must admit and there was that part where he dribbled past a few of them on the side and then went for a very optimistic shot 
which is good to see, just a bit of confidence for him. Um, and I really think that we'll be looking at possibly the best midfielder in the Premier League next year. Um, I completely agree. I'm, yeah, he's just... I think he's better than Pogba um, by some distance. By right now, yes. And now his, his work rate is something that I think has, uh, like... That's what it's something that's putting him above other midfielders. I think he has one of the hardest work rates in the team right now. I mean, and that's crazy. That's like that's something you wouldn't be saying last season. That his improvement is just it's coming leaps and bounds, and uh, I'm sure Mourinho is very proud of him. And like Charlie was saying, he's one of the only players in our lineup who seems to be able to get the ball and really yeah, pass well, it through the lines. When when you do well, right? When you do well, and you get praise from a manager like Jose Mourinho, it can do nothing but. Give you more confidence. Like, look at Jack Clark, right? After he. Fit, oh my after... word! Sorry, sorry I just, this has nothing to do with Tottenham, but wow. Real Madrid are losing 2 0 to Borussia Mönchengladbach, which means they'll lose their first two games of the group stage. Oh my god, could they be going out? Uh, okay, carry on, sorry. Oh, okay, no, well, like, that. Like... Oh, sorry, we'll, we'll go back to that. Bodie, you finish. But when Jack when Jack Clark you know, when Jack Clark played, you know he he we mentioned that he has so much more confidence, um because mm-hmm. of the praise from Jose Mourinho, a manager like Jose Mourinho who's so tough on players, another a huge benefit about having a manager like that is when you get praise, it it makes players so much more happy, and gives them so much more confidence, and I feel like, if Deli Ali was to ever get to his old old self he's he's the manager to help him do it i think oh. if jose can't help him then no one can well the issue right now for delhi is that we just have such a strong squad in the midfield i mean hoybier sissoko winks lo celso dombele and he's to, to be honest he's he's competing with lo celso and dombele to get to that really uh, attacking creative midfielder role and he's delhi ali doesn't fit the system we're playing right now so I hope the reason he's been kind of left out of squads and not playing is because he's reinventing himself in trainings and Mourinho's working with him to really develop him into more of a Lo Celso or Dombele where he can get the ball deeper, which is something he hasn't uh, really shown uh, to be in his game, and then progress it up the field and pass it between the lines, similar to Dombele or uh, Lo Celso, because that's what we need. We don't that's need the thing, though. The he's, he's, a goal, he, he's a goal scorer as well, though. That's, yeah. that's the thing. And Dombele and Lo Celso have been very deep playmakers and you know they haven't they don't really get any goal scoring chances the more give it up to Kane and then Kane will pass to Son and then Son will score that's how he's been playing at the minute but Deli Ali likes to get up in the final third receive a cross and and bang in bang in the back of the net so it, it'll be tough for him because yeah. it'll because that's his shooting's probably one of the best parts of his game and what? by changing to that sort of role he'll be losing it Oh, well, I have a lot to say about what you just said. So, Deli Ali is a very interesting topic, but let me just stop you right there. His shooting is not a good part of his game. It used to be. When was the That's last true. time you've seen Deli Ali score a goal outside of the box? When was the last time he's tried to shoot outside of the box? Probably 2018. I have not seen him score a good goal from just maybe on the edge of the box anywhere. He, all that he scores is tap-ins if he actually does score or headers. I, I've honestly not seen him score like a good goal from outside of the box in years. Well, uh, to I be mean, fair, he hasn't, he hasn't really earnings. had much. 
game time to to prove that and not to mention well, you're saying he hasn't played enough in the last two and a half years come on the, uh, the thing is looking at a whole squad that was starting and on the bench yesterday against burnley is there any player there that you'd actually take out to put Delhi in? For me, there isn't. Currently, there isn't. That's the thing. No, me neither, That's but... It's, it's sad. Some good but... points. Now, here's the thing, though. Would you put Dele in... Would you start Dele in the Europa League games to give him game time to show that he can get back in the squad? Yes, I would. Yeah, yeah, I think I would. But depends, really. It all depends on what's happening in training. Only Jose and the players know what's happening, to be that's honest. That's a fair point. It, and that's really... why we have all or nothing. <laughs> if only we were... So... All, or nothing, all, all or nothing gave us false hope about Delhi, didn't it? Yeah. It's annoying. Well, I mean, it's such a odd thing with Delhi because he, he was clearly one of Jose's favourites when he first got there. And now he's just kind of... He's dropped off. I, I don't know what, what really happened with him. I mean, Jose was never a fan of his work rate, but maybe well, it he, was just maybe Dolly was just like Jose's. Sorry, I'm just gonna, okay. Just you guys are gonna hate me for saying this. Oh boy. But what if what if Delhi was a two season wonder? A and two season wonder. I've definitely thought of it. Because I, I, I thought that he was going to be the biggest talent in English. I mean, he was the biggest talent in English football by far in 2017. His stats were unbelievable. He scored 21 goals that season with like 20 assists. And he was 21. He, he scored a banger on his English debut. Yeah. He was literally go, going through the charts. He was winning us games against Real Madrid. Everyone was raving about him. I was in Thailand and this guy knew... Uh, he, he didn't know any Tottenham players except for Deli Ali. It's and now he's forgotten. And I think it might he may he might end up end up playing for a team like Leicester, fighting for Europa League. I mean, I don't know. Well, I think it comes down to the system for Deli because he really excelled in that role of playing kind of just off of Kane. And yeah, he it, did. it's we don't have that kind of player. I mean. Sun kind of plays we off play of it. Four three three now. Yeah, we play the four three three, and we don't have the uh, the number ten in the way that Delhi played it. If if that makes sense, I mean Delhi Delhi excels when he's playing just off of Kane's shoulder and can kind of flick it back and forth between them. And his best season came, and he had like I think him and Kane were the players with like the most assists from one to the other. And now we seem to have found that pairing with Kane and. Um, Kane and Son. And, well, he's he's, and an, he's that, an interesting. Wait, sorry. No, uh, no, no, no. It's, it's, you can go. I was I was finished. Well, here here's a here's an interesting question. If Deli Alu were to leave, where do you think he'd be going? I think he'd leave England. Uh, probably. Because PSG, PSG have been wanting him. I can see him going to PSG. I. Think? What about in okay. what about Inter Milan? No, no, I, I don't think so. I don't know why. I, I think I, Delhi I will end up. You know, I, I think Delhi will end up on the reserves of Manchester United or something. No, I hate to see. It. I think I think he'd leave England if he left the club. I think okay. I think he'd either uh, he'd 
we'd let him go for like 30 million i think is a realistic uh do you think he'd go to one of the spanish giants see that's what i was gonna say i was i was gonna say i think he'd either go to Bayern for like 30 million and they'd completely re uh revolutionize him and he'd he'd become the world star was for Bayern. Uh-huh. And, or yeah, but the or, difference is Coutinho is still PSG. a great player. I guarantee you, if we sign Coutinho, he'd be our best player, like James no. Rodriguez with Everton. No, I can oh. guarantee you, he's exactly what we player. still need. Kane is our Kane is the best player in the Premier League. Yeah, I, I don't think Kane is the best player on the planet after Ronaldo and Messi. I'm not even going to argue. He's <laughs> some Bayern fans will be at you about Lewandowski. Nah, I think. All round, Berbatov said it Kane... himself. Yeah. No, it... but all all. But then round, again, yeah, Berbatov Kane... compared himself to Kane, which is laughable. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to go into that. But to to be to be fair though, right? Kane all around is the better player. But Lewandowski's finishing is just out of this out of this no, world. but Lewandowski's I mean... uh, technique is unbelievable. Remember last year when we lost seven two. Let's not remember that. But I'd rather not remember that. All over our defenders. Um, he's very skillful, Lewandowski. He can do anything. But right now, Kane is um, like whatever on the on the footballing charts or whatever. He currently has like a ten out of ten score, or whatever. He's like the yeah. highest in Europe. I don't know. So yeah. What? So uh, going back to Jolly really quickly. Um, I think it's. It was very, very good for Dele that we didn't sign Donny van de Beek. Uh, when we, there was rumors that we had like, kind of tried to him. steal the deal from God, um, he's, Man United. He's made he's made a mistake, hasn't he? He has made a mistake, but I think that that may have saved Dele's career because if Donny van de Beek was in the side, he'd be the one rotating in with uh, Lo Celso and Dombele, I think. And I, I van de Beek at the minute, van de Beek would have benefited us a lot more than what Dele has. I agree. I I agree with that, but I think if if Van de Beek was here, Delhi wouldn't have a shot in the squad. He'd be out. He he'd maybe come in for some Europa League games, maybe for some nah, cup games. Nah, if Van no listen, if Van de Beek came came in, Delhi would be sold. Yeah, I know I that agree. for a fact. That's what I, was but, I, I was gonna say I think he'd come in for the no, cup games, come guys, in for like a few guys, league games, but he gets sold in January. Next year, Delhi Ali's twenty five. He's not a wonder kid. No, is he? He is. Yeah. I swear he isn't. There's no way. He is. Wow. Times have got flown by quick, haven't they? Yeah. No, but for the last few years, I kept thinking, oh, you know, um, Delhi's still only 22, 23. You know, he's still got time. He's still... One of the best wonder kids in the Prem. He's still gonna get back to his best, and I just can't accept because he. I've been a Tottenham fan for quite quite a while now. I mean, it's just I, I I've seen Deli Ali rise from from all the Spurs fans hating on Poch for signing some random wonder kid from the EFL to him becoming our one of our best players, and it's just so hard to see it. Really, I mean, you know. He was like he's like a he was like Ollie Watkins for um Vill- mean, Aston Villa but better. More, but he, yeah, he's much better than Ollie Watkins. He was. But Watkins, Ollie Watkins has been a great signing for Villa. He's been one of their best players. 
Yeah. Which is a similar story to um, Deli Ali. I feel like we, I feel like we kind of regretted but Watkins this. Watkins wasn't unknown. Him. We we signed Deli from League One, not the Championship. Yeah. But I feel like we made a mistake not going in for Ollie Watkins because there was rumors linking us with him, but then he went to Villa. Well, I think. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you can only do so much. I don't think Ollie Watkins wanted to come to Spurs. Yeah, that's that's the thing though. Players like Ollie Watkins who come from. <laughs> The championship, like let alone championship, League One, that they were a huge gamble. So, yeah. But it seems like they a lot of them always pay off. Well, the ones you remember pay off, but the ones you don't remember are the ones who, uh, like there's there's more that you don't remember, uh, that didn't pay off than the ones are that actually succeeded. Um, I think. I think it's just you don't remember the ones who failed, but you remember, oh, there's him and him and him and him and him, and you have, like, a list of players so you can look at and say, oh, they succeeded. But um, going back to the uh, that Real Madrid game really quickly, uh, they are still losing 2-0, and two things about that. Could they be going if out? They get, if they finish third, they'll be dropped down into the Europa League, which oh, isn't no, good for us. Oh, no, that's not good. No, 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 this is not good. Oh. But then the other thing as well, is if they lose, I think it's not a stretch to say that Zidane would Yeah, be they're going to still get qualified, probably. Probably. But I think it wouldn't be a stretch if they don't... Um, if they don't figure it out soon, I think they'll be sacked. I think uh, Zidane will be sacked. It's And that is also I, not I good really, for us. To be honest, I, think, I, really, I really, really hope to see Poch take the Real Madrid job. Well, I do... But then, if Poch takes the Real Madrid job, I think he'd be saying, oh, wait, uh, Regulon at Spurs, we can buy him for a set price, right? And then he'd come to Spurs, and then Regulon. You never know what Regulon's really thinking. No, I, I he think, can say to the press all he think, wants that he loves Spurs. I think, and that he's I honestly think life, Pochettino, Pochettino would come, if Pochettino signed for Real Madrid, the only player he would probably buy out of that Spurs squad is Dele Alli. I'm going to be completely honest. I he, I. Th- him and Delhi really like each other. I feel like he would he would sign back Delhi if he moved. Uh, well, then the other thing too is that he can take Bale back. So I think, I think would he take Bale back? I think he would. I don't see why he wouldn't. I mean, and ultimately, there's not really anything Bale can do about it. Bale can't force a loan. Uh, True. And I well, whatever manager they appoint. It's it's up to the manager whether or not they'll want bail or whether and then Reguilon, uh can decide whether or not he wants to move. Uh, but I think that this is an important season where we've been saying it uh, a lot, but we need to win a trophy uh, to not to for the just for the basics to get the trophy into the cabinet that we've been searching for for so long. And then if you really look into like the details, we need a trophy to convince Kane to stay, to convince Son to stay. And to convince Regulon to stay, because Kane he, he has uh, quite a long contract on him. But if he has the season of his life like he's having right now, and we don't win a trophy, he's gonna say, "What's the point? I, I've played incredibly all year long, and we don't win a trophy." And then same thing with Son; he's playing incredibly. And if we don't win a trophy, maybe he'll say, "Oh, I could move somewhere else, and just I'll win a trophy. I don't even have to play as well." So it's a really, really important season for us if we want to stay at this elite status with these elite players. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, who's our next game? 
Our next game is against Antwerp in the Europa League. Do should we get into our preview on that, or do you yeah, let's want get into to, that. Is there something else? Yeah, okay. Um, so we play Antwerp on Thursday. Uh, we won our first game in the Europa League, obviously, uh, quite easily, three 0 over LASK, and we play Antwerp, who have won their last five games in all competitions, and uh, they beat. Ludogorets Razgrad, who are the other uh, team in our group, 2-1. So we are currently first in our Europa League group uh, with three points and plus three goal differential with Antwerp in second uh, with three points and plus one goal differential. What are you guys thinking about going into this game? Confidence levels, key players that you think will be uh, seen in the match? Yeah, well, I mean, I, 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 think, I think we should, um, we should win because... Um, they're a they're they're a small team. It should be it should be expected. Like three 0 mm. against Lask, it you know it was expected. We sh- I actually feel like we should have got more based on how how many mm-hmm. chances we got. But I mean, it is what it is. We still got the win. But yeah, I think we should get a comfortable three 0 at least, despite mm-hmm. their winning form. I think it, it's a must win game if you're a, if you're a Division One in. Premier League club who's fighting for the title. Right. This is this is the yeah. Prem, not Division One. Division One was in in the in in the seventies. Well, this should. Yeah, I I don't know. I just I rather pronounce it that way. I'm joking. All right. Well, um, yeah, we're we're fighting for the title in the toughest league in the world. You should be expecting at least three 0 comfortably. Yeah. I mean, it could be one of those games again where they they pull up Burnley and they just sit behind the ball for all ninety minutes and we are just struggling well, to I don't, creatively. I I don't I really don't think they'll do that to be honest. I feel like they'll be very attacking. I don't know much about them, but something that you that you'd notice about those small clubs is despite how their lower quality, they seem to know how to beat a team. So I feel like they'll play very attacking now. Depending on who will play, they'll specifically target that specific player. So there'll be a tough game if they if they set up their tactics accordingly. So, but yeah, still should be an easy game. I I'm gonna go. I think it's gonna be two uh, nil just because it's away from home uh, in a city that uh, everyone except for Aldevarold is uh, not familiar with. Um, it's I think it'll be. Are, I think we'll have a tough time, uh, but I, we'll have the quality on the field, no doubt about it. We have the quality in our in our subs and our reserves that should be able to come on and quite easily uh, win the game. But I mean, we saw with the qualifying games that nothing's easy. Uh, so I think it'll be it'll be two nil. We'll control most of the game, but it won't be it won't be comfortable. But I think that the uh, the Burnley game and the uh, LASK game are going to really launch us into this uh, period of defensive. Uh, solid, so, uh, solidness, um, and I think we're really just going to go on a stretch of where we don't concede, and the uh, the fans, uh, pundits, other teams are going to take notice of what's happening at Spurs. Uh, I, I really I don't I don't see us conceding. I mean I know our defense isn't the strongest, but I think this is this is the time where we go on on a winning run. We win every game. Uh, until the international break, and then after that's when we have a really rough run. That's where it's really going to be a season-defining uh, month for us, I think, uh, like end of November, beginning of December. Uh, but we'll 
this is yeah, the, these agree. are the types of games we need to win if we want to prove how uh, how serious we are about winning trophies. What do you think, Charlie? Um, well, uh, I didn't hear your question exactly. Uh, can you just say it one more time? Oh, yeah, well, just any thoughts heading what into this uh, Antwerp game? Oh, um, well, the Antwerp game, um, they're pretty decent Belgian team, um, but the Belgian league is very average. I mean, it's about the equivalent of the championship. So mm-hmm. I'd say we've got, I think... I think LASK is the best team in our group. Band works not far from. Ludogorets mm-hmm. is, I think, the worst, I'd say. I mean, they're in the same league as Klovdiv, so we shouldn't be worried about them. But, um, yeah, Antwerp, I mean, they've got a few decent players, I must say. But um, I think they actually, they, they're not like Burnley. They're, I think they will actually come, come, come at us in the first half. And then we'll yeah. just punish them in, on, in the ca- on the counter-attack. No, no, this is how it will be. Um, so we're going to score an early goal. Um, um, and they'll be defending a bit in the first half, first half Antwerp. And we're going to score one or two. And then the second half, they know they need to attack. So they're going to attack us. And we're just going to score a few on the counter-attack. I think that's... And we're going to win 4-0, I'll say. Mm, that's a nice prediction. I... I don't know. For some reason, I'm not feeling a uh, an early goal from us. Um, I think we'll score around the 30th minute, uh, somewhere around that area, maybe just before halftime. And then we'll go on in the second half, and we'll score two goals before the 60th minute, and then we'll kind of just coast uh, to finish the game. Uh, but we have a we'll have a strong attacking lineup. I mean, we'll have Carlos Vinicius most likely starting alongside Gareth Bale, and one of Lamella. Lucas Mora or Steven Bergvine, depending on whether or not he's ready to come back. Uh, maybe able to rest on in Kane. And then our midfield will also be relatively strong. I think we'll see Los also start uh, Harry Winks and one of Sissoko or Hoybier. I mean, and then we'll be, once again, we'll be able to rest uh, a few key players. Uh, but we have a strong lineup. I mean, it's, it's impressive the depth we have this year. It's really incredible. Uh, but with, with that attacking lineup, I mean, we should win this game easily. I'm not even going into our defense on that one, but it it should it really should be. Uh, I'm gonna regret saying this, but it it should be a piece of cake. Um, it's it's I mean it's a Belgian team. We're Premier League. We're pushing for trophies. We should be able to kind of swipe them aside. It, it never it's never like that as a Spurs fan, but like I said, these are the games we need to win, and we need to prove that we are we're here to win things. We're here to not mess around. We're we're going for the trophies at this point. What do you think, Bodie? About our lineup? Uh, oh, sh- should I do my lineup now? Yeah, go for it. Okay, yeah, I think first, I think we should, so, the 4-3-3, three, three, I'd like mm-hmm. to see, um, so I think, I think, um, Aurier is going to be right back, but also, um, Paulo Gazzaniga or Joe Hart and goalkeeper, more likely Joe Hart. This based on this uh, season. Gazzaniga can't play in the Europa League. Oh right, yeah, yes, right, okay, yeah. Then Joe, Joe Hart, um, Joe Rodon, I think. He can't play in Europa League either. Oh God, no, he can't, can he? <laughs> that, that's infuriating. Yeah, yeah, this would be a really good game for him to get his first start in. Oh, uh, that's annoying. Um, well then, I think. 
I'd probably say Alderweireld and Sanchez, to be completely honest. Or, or all I know is that Sanchez is probably going to be in the lineup. So yeah, and left back probably go probably Davies again. I'm guessing. Yeah, Regulon will be uh, left out for two games in a row. I feel like Regulon may be safe for the next for the Premier League, mm-hmm. next Premier League game. Um, I think in the midfield, Hoybier, Lacelso, and Lamella, and then oh, up top, uh... and then up top, Bergvine on the left, Vinicius in the center, and Bale on the right. That's a that's a strong lineup. Yeah. What are you thinking, Charlie? I'm thinking Joe Hart, um, then Aurier. Actually, wait a minute. Give me a minute. Um, yeah, unless Tanganga's fit, then I'd play Tanganga on it right back. But yeah, Tanganga's not, still then, injured, then Aurier, I think. Um, and then I'd play, I'd play Sanchez and Davies. Centre backs, Re- Reggie, having a bit mm. of fun at left back. Actually, you know what? I'm going to change the formation. I'm going to go. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm playing FIFA. Jo- <laughs> Joe Hart in goal, then three centre backs, mm-hmm. um, Sanchez, D- Dyer, and Davies, and then Ooh. I'd go for Regulon attacking like a left mid, left wing back. Aurier, right wing back. Ndombele. No, we're not going to risk Ndombele. Um, Winks and Lo Celso in midfield just to give Lo Celso a run in because he hasn't played in a while just to get, get him used to football again. I think Lamella uh, deserves like, and some then Yeah, time. well then, yeah, yeah, then Lamella. Lamella and then in front of Lamella, uh, Vinicius and Bale. It's a weird team, but you, Pretty strong though. Do you think? Well, what about Deli Ali? Do you not think he he might he'll play? I I I've given up on him. I'm telling you, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> me too. But you never know with Jose. He's very unpredictable. Like I said yeah. last pod. I think. So I already in my lineup, so I won't go through it again. But I think Los also will start, and Deli will be on the bench, and then we'll bring Deli on for Los also around the yeah. Depending on how the game's going, realistic. probably around the 60th minute, maybe at halftime. Uh, and I, hopefully this will be when Delhi starts getting slowly reintroduced to the squad and uh, we start showing some faith in him again and hopefully he provides a goal I mean that would be uh, just exceptional if he scored uh, but only Josie Mourinho and Delhi Ali know what's truly happening behind the scenes yeah uh, score predictions we already went through that uh, oh yeah I'm gonna stick with no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to change it now. You guys have changed my mind. I think, I think it's going to be 3-0. Goals from Carlos Vinicius, Gareth Bale, and I think Reggion. I think Reggion going to score. For me, it's at least 3-0. I'm, st- I'm sticking with it. It has to be. Or like, I, I, To be honest, with something I've noticed with these smaller teams is I feel we might actually concede like two goals but just outscore them. So... Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll end something along the lines of five four two to us, or like they'll score they'll score one or two goals at maximum. Mm-hmm. But I think I, they might they might punish us. 
but I feel it's still, like I said, it's a comfortable game. So I think at least three goals to us and two for them maximum. So it could happen. You sticking with your prediction, Charlie? Yeah, four nil. Four nil. Well, we're confident. <laughs> uh, hopefully, the players are and the manager is, and everyone really goes in that game uh, expecting the win and then is ready to fight for it. Any other thoughts you guys want to throw in? Uh, yeah, I have. I have one more thing that just popped up. Um, mm-hmm. it it's not. It's something that people have been mentioning a lot. Are you at the minute who who would you rather see be being our starting right back at Aurier or Doherty? For me, I think uh, Aurier. Like, I'm not. Ju- I'm. I'm not referring to just this game. I'm referring to like all season long. Yes. Yeah. I've had a lot of talk. Uh, a lot of people saying that. You know, Doherty's been nothing special, but since but since Aurier's finally got some competition, he's raised his game, and they'd rather see him play over Doherty at the minute and stuff. And other people saying that Doherty should be given a chance. Well, what's your thoughts on it? I think that uh, Doherty is he's he's acclimating. I mean, this is his this is really his first professional move from one club to a different club. I mean, he's been at Wolves since he was like 18, so he's he's getting used to being in a new training ground with new facilities, with a new manager, with uh, new players, and I, I think he just needs to be given some time and uh, some time on the pitch as well. So I think I would prefer Doherty. I think he's the better player out of the two. Um, but Aurier, I mean, he's proved to be a bit of a liability in the past. So I I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not too confident in Aurier. I mean, he gave away the free kick that sure. West Ham on. So. Or score or he stepped his game off. up a lot, but I still think he's inconsistent. If yes, if if he gains consistency, then he will probably then he'll end up coming out on top over Darty, and I think we can okay, see this is controversial. Come- but if Ori had some consistency in his game, he'd be one of the right best right backs in the Premier League. Yeah, but I just I, I just don't see him getting that consistency. I I don't think yeah. it's something that he can really work on. Uh, but, yeah, but I, I mean, on the positive side, the signing of Doherty's really pushed him, and yeah, not only has it made the competition tighter for the right back spots, also made our overall quality on the right hand side better. At the mm-hmm. minute, our weakest position is probably the centre back role. Yeah. But hopefully, Dojo Roden can fix it a bit, and mm-hmm. left and the backup left back. Because I don't know about you, but Davies' performances recently have been terrible. I think they've been. I'm sorry. No, Davies. no, I'm sorry. He, they haven't been terrible, but he was well, what have. we. He ruined the Burnley game in the first half. He had so many chances to whip the ball in against Burnley, and every time he was too slow or he just failed to get a good cross in or there was no one there. If that was Regulon, we would have scored two at least that's, in the first. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We don't. Davy Davies, he's not even that good to have on the backup. I'd rather be having Danny Rose on the on oh, <laughs> damn. as the backup. I don't. I, I'd rather have Ben Davis as backup, but I think I don't agree Davis isn't an attacking left back. It's it's he's more of a he's an old fashioned type of um of fullback. He he's not attacking yeah, that does, at all. But so that, does, that, you, that doesn't fit with our play style one bit at all. Well, I if mean, you look at if you look at Doherty and Aurier, they're both. It, very attacking as well as as Regulon. well as um regular on yeah and then when they push up 
Poivier fills in and becomes a centre-back and then they fill out with a four at the back again. So it all works with, with attacking full-backs. And Davies, he's just too defensive and he's so mistake-prone at the back as well. I don't think he's mistake-prone. He's made a few in the past seasons. I mean, Davies is... We call Harry Winks yeah, but the Ben they're, Davis they're, of midfield, being, but... They're being he's paid. They're, they're being they're being paid eighty eighty thousand a week whatsoever to play good football. You can't be making mistakes like that if you're being paid but that much money. The only mistake I can think of in my head that Ben Davis has made recently was that uh, the PK he gave away against RB Leipzig last year in the Champions. No, it's 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 not even that defensive. It's also it's also attackingly as well. He. I can't see him. Get, he hasn't put in a, a, any successful crosses whatsoever. He's done nothing to contri- contribute up top. He you had know, the assist the for Kane. Line, he doesn't. Against uh, McAvoy. He does anything. I that think... was one time though. Regulon is consistent with with his with his attacking ability. I I think I think we're being a bit harsh on Davis. I think. Uh... Reggion has raised our expectations a little too high. But uh, I, I just think I, Davies I needs to improve if he doesn't want to be replaced. I, I agree that we can definitely see some improvement on Davis. But yeah, he's he's consistent and he's more defensive. He's better defensively than Reggion is. Uh, Reggion has more I pace, but I think Ben I Davis think is so. a better. I think Ben Davis is a better one-on-one defender uh, and a better team defender as well. Reggion. Reguillon, don't get me wrong. I'd rather have Reguillon in the lineup. I think Reguillon's a better no, but player. The thing is, but... right, Reguillon has made one mistake, and that was overcommitting in a slide tackle. Mm-hmm. Let's put in, for example, right, it, any other player, like let's say that was hudson Adoy, right, instead of Aspilicueta. hudson Adoy would try to cross it in, and then Reguillon would make one, a fantastic interception. It's players like Aspilicueta who are very experienced, who are able to read the game and then have a night of have a picture of what's going to happen and then a better outcome. So a player like Aspilicueta, you knew he was going to cut. You knew he was going to cut and he wasn't going to cross that first time. If it was some a play, if it was a young player like Hudson Adoy, he would have crossed that and then Regulon would have made an interception. It would have been fantastic. It's just no, nah, I I don't know. I think Regulon's better all around. I think if you give him some more games, and and he'll show his defensive qualities. I think you'll realize that everything about him has been better than Davies. My point is just that I think Ben Davis is reliable. And I think he's he's a good player to have in the squad. Uh, he's a good he's a good enough backup for now. I'm not saying we should work on uh, maybe investing on a new player and moving Ben Davis no, on to a, he a can smaller play, club. He can, play in the, he can play in the smaller games, but he's just not good enough for competitive matches. Or not Bode, good enough for our it, team, anyways. It's funny, like, when Bodhi doesn't like a player, he really doesn't like him. Like, he doesn't give him a chance. He just says, you're not good enough, throws him out. But that's, a, that's how, that's how you have to be in the modern day of football. You have, if you want, I'm having all these first fans saying, oh, you know, we have a chance well, of winning. No, 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 no. no. You, Bode, if Bode. you want to no, win the I league, have, you I have, have to be I, ruthless. I, you have to be I have ruthless. a perfect example here. I bet you were saying the same about Musa Sissoko when he joined. We all were. And look, look what he is now. He's the GOAT. Well, 
well, <laughs> to well, be he's fair, kind of, he's, he's with, dipped at the he's Actually, he was, bad against, he was bad against Burnley, but that's not the point. He's a great player now, and there's no denying well, it. Okay, well, we have to wrap up soon, but to, to be fair to Sissoko, uh, that was his first season when he was bad. Uh, ben Davis has been here for like six years now, maybe? Yeah, five that's, years. What, that's my point. But yeah, that is a point, actually. I still think... I still think that Davis is a good enough player to have his backup uh, for this season, or at least until January. But uh, I wouldn't. But I mean, and then again, we don't need I to mean, invest look, in a new at, left back. We have I Dennis mean, Sirkin look, and Ryan Sessegnon who are trying to burst into the first team. I know, but and I, I think they're at, both at, good enough. I look at Real Madrid at them, and like they 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 could bring back Regulon and use him on the bench. And, and he's a starting player for us. Imagine the, like. Imagine having a player of Regulon's quality on the bench. We yep. need that. We we really need that. Vin Vinicius is the is the best backup player we 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 have at the team at the minute. Which is why the striker spot is is has improved so much. Definitely, cases to be made on both sides of it. Um, yeah. But is this, is this, is this it, man? Is that it? Well, uh, if, there, if there's any more uh, thoughts you guys want to well, throw in. I don't in. have anything else to say. No, Alrighty. me neither. <laughs> I think we have about just, 15 minutes just, to go. It was, yeah, it was, originally, it was originally just me talking about Aurier and Doherty, and then it sparked <laughs> into a little bit of different things. The other fullbacks. Uh, well, thank you guys for coming again. Thank you all for listening so much. We appreciate you. Uh, make sure to subscribe if you're listening to us on YouTube or follow if you're on Spotify uh, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, thank you for listening. Once again, come on, you Spurs. <laughs>